present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You find us back for a second week in Norwich, a fine city boasting many famous names. The future king, Henry Tudor, set up base here when the houses of York and Lancaster fought the Wars of the Roses for control of the chocolate sweet market. <laughs> Before entering Naval College, Horatio Nelson attended the King Edward VI school. His time here is commemorated by the Norwich pub which bears his name, the Nelson's Arm. <laughs> TV cook Delia Smith lives nearby and as director of Norwich City Football Club has brought <laughs> has brought fine food to the terraces hence the fans chant of who ate all the Burfant crew with cranberry <laughs> Another well-known business base here is Norwich Union, the insurance company that was once claimed to be the largest in the world, although this claim was rejected along with all the others. <laughs> well, with us tonight, we have the same four comedians who joined us last week. And you know, when we made that show, I didn't expect them to be half as good. <laughs> but they were. They are on my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. <laughs> and on my right, Sandy Toxvig and Tim Brooke Taylor. And back again, eager as ever to enjoy some action on the scoring desk, a warm welcome please for the delightful Samantha. Okay, let's get off to a rip-roaring start. <laughs> with the situations vacant round. In this round, teams, I'd like your suggestions, please, for job adverts for positions that have suddenly become available. Sandy, will you start, please? Uh, wanted English person to win Wimbledon. Actual English nationality not essential. <laughs> Own racket and shoes an advantage. Also on the sporting theme, wanted someone to decide England football stadium to go in central England where it obviously belongs. Unsuccessful party organiser in a brewery might as well apply. <laughs> Dr. Spooner Society are looking for blind dogs for the guides. <laughs> Curds and whey tester required. <laughs> no time wasters or arachnophobics, please. <laughs> Must have own tuffet. <laughs> Dull halfwits required. Accommodation provided. Apply Big Brother Production Office. <laughs> Hairdresser required, qualifications not essential, but must have own shears and pudding basin. <laughs> Apply Miss A. Widdicombe. <laughs> Wanted by Little Bo Peep, army recruits to dig funeral pyre. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> At least she found them. <laughs> Any more? Duke of Edinburgh seeks PR person. Would suit former China shop bull. <laughs> okay, the teams are going to sing along now with some records in a round called Pick Up Song. <coughs> As ever, Samantha spent several hours down in the gramophone archive giving the team's discs a trial spin on the library record deck. The nice old archivists have recently been a bit worried about their early vinyl collection getting scratched, so Samantha ordered them a new mat for the turntable. She said they were very excited at the thought of getting felt under their old seven inches. <laughs> it, uh... <laughs> Each player should join in, singing along until, at my signal, Samantha turns the volume down. You should continue singing, teams, and if on the music's return you're within a gnat's crotchet of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean Baba -ba Black Sheep. What do points mean? <laughs> I knew you'd get it wrong. <laughs> this week's prize will ideally suit the Elvis impersonator who likes to go for the traditional look. It's this pair of reproduction mahogany sideburns. <laughs> Graham, you can start. Would you please accompany Brian Poole and the Tremolos singing Do You Love Me? You broke my heart because I couldn't dance. You didn't even want me around. But now I'm back to let you know I can really shake them down. Do you love me? I can really move. Do you love me? I'm in the groove. When do you love me? Do you really do you love, love me? Now that I can dance. Watch me now. Push, push. Push, push. Push, push. Push, push. A little bit of soul now. You were a doctor. <laughs> the mashed potato, the, the mashed potato. potato. I can do the twist. Tell me, Okay, your turn, uh, Sandy. I'd like you to accompany Patsy Klein singing "Crazy." Welcome to the moonlight bar for the bewildered. <laughs> on the piano, Colin Searle. On the floor, Barry Cry. <laughs> Nothing new there, then. Crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. It's beautiful. I'm crazy. Crazy for feeling so blue. Love me as long as you want it. And then someday you'd leave me for somebody new. Live from the Delia Smith Lounge. <laughs> Worry. <laughs> Why? Why? Do 
Okay, Tim, now, something more oh, up-to-date for you. Would you please accompany the band Wheatus with their song, Teenage Dirtbag? <laughs> She rings my bell I got in class in half an hour Oh, how she rocks In kids and tube socks But she doesn't know who I am And she doesn't give a damn about me Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby Yeah, just a dirt-age teabag, baby Listen to Iron Maiden, baby With me And, and I can Barry, reveal to you that he was wearing special underpants for that. <laughs> Barry, would you please accompany Tom Jones singing Delilah? Can I throw these underpants? I saw the light on the night that I passed by her window. That's quick. I saw the flickering shadows of love on her blind. She was my woman. And she deceived me, I watched and went out of my mind. Mind, mind, mind. But I was lost like a slave that no man could free. <laughs> it's not unusual. That round was won by the Triochi Male Voice Choir. Okay, the teams are going to exercise their mime skills now in the game called Sound Charades. This is based on the popular TV classic, Give Us a Clue. Well, they do say if you can't beat them, plagiarize them. <laughs> in the original, the ever-energetic expert Lionel Blair would mime the titles of TV shows against a strict time limit. And who can fail to remember the occasion he scored double points by skillfully using both hands in different actions to finish off one man and his dog in under 30 seconds? <laughs> In the original version, the teams weren't allowed to speak. However, silent mime isn't considered good radio. <laughs> so our teams do speak, which isn't frankly much of an improvement. <laughs> Jim and Barry, you're to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. For listeners at home, here's the mystery voice. Flying Under Bridges by Sandy Toxvig. Flying Under Bridges by Sandy Toxvig. Off we go. This is uh, a book, surprisingly reasonably priced, and it's, uh, 
It's three words, and it goes like this. L listen up, men. My name is Air Vice Marshal Albert, Chelsea, Battersea, London, Tower, Waterloo. Uh, <laughs> uh, roll call. Uh, Flight Lieutenant Sydney Harbour. Uh, here, sir. You'll take number three, Squadron. Ah! Group Captain River Choir. Here, sir. Squadron two. Ah, uh, Wing Commander Golden Gate. Squadron one. You'll be over River Kwai. Now, scramble. The something bridge, no. Something bridges. Something bridges. Something Three. something bridges. Yes. No, you have no idea the trouble there'll be if you don't know what this is. <laughs> is the flying involved? Ah, uh, yes. Ah. Flying bridges. Bridges. Flying under bridges? Yes! Right, your turn now, Barry and Graham. Your title's now being exhibited on the laser display board, and here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. Chocolat. Chocolat. It's a film. It is. It's one word. Here it is. What seems to be the trouble? Uh, yes, it's this doorbell. If anyone presses it, they get a great jolt of electricity that makes them cry out in Spanish. Oh, never. You try it. You try it. Hola! Yes. See? <laughs> the, uh, I, I can't believe what happened just then. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, oh. Hola! Yes. The electricity does that, you see? Oh, I see. That's what you would describe as... We move on to an entertaining game now <laughs> called Word for Word. In this round, each team takes it in turn to exchange a series of words which must have no discernible connection. So, Tim and Sandy, will you start exchanging words now, please? Barry and Graham, you should buzz in if you detect a connection. Off you go, Tim and Sandy. Citrus. Parasol. Flagellate. <laughs> In your dreams, mate. In your dreams. <laughs> Challenge from Barry. Sandy connected with a member of the audience. <laughs> Overruled. Carry oh. on. Uh, daffodil. Tertiary. Rocket. Crystal. Corporal. Velveteen. Correspondent. Ultra Challenge from Barry. Velveteen correspondent. Mm. In the old days, in divorce cases, yes, they were. Correspondents yes. were known for wearing so-called correspondent shoes and velveteen jackets. Yes, it was folklore. And velveteen folklore. waistcoats. Too. Yes, Sandy's and wearing a very colourful and another charming waistcoat. Yes, that's no, a lovely waistcoat. waistcoat you're I wearing. just don't think that the boy should be allowed to bring in detail from before the Boer War when I will know nothing about it. <laughs> speak you of these velveteen jackets I know not what hmm. gadzooks <laughs> I swear it's a girl <laughs> other people have been less confident <laughs> or a chap with bumps on his chest <laughs> escalator mahogany <laughs> meringue Mayonnaise. Johnny. Cardigan. Lancet. Brains. Challenge from uh, Graham. 
Uh, uh, Lord Cardigan was the first editor of The Lancet. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah, oh, fair true. cop. Fair, fair. Very good. He wrote about that... the mahogany meringue. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Take it up, Graham, very quickly. Oh. That's oh. enough. Finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. <laughs> First, I noticed from the mound accumulating in the audience reaction matchbox that we've received a letter. It comes from, comes from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales. She writes, Dear Bill and Ben, Flobblob, Flobblobblobblob, Flibblib, Flibblibblobblobblib. Yours sincerely, Mrs. Trellis. P.S. I can't recommend tongue piercing highly enough. <laughs> On with the game now, and as this is the final match of the season, we'll break all BBC rules and play the Crockford's official gambling version of the game. So, Samantha, if you'd like to shuffle the cards now, please. Are you all right, love? <laughs> okay, then deal them out. Go on. The rules teams are, as you'd expect, the suits are central, Circle, Northern, and Bakerloo. What? Mainline stations are Trumps. Mornington Crescent beats everything, including a royal flush, and the person to the left of the dealer starts the bidding. <laughs> Clear? Okay. So if you've got your cards, teams, Tim, will you start, please? I'm to the right of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got fair. my back to the audience. <laughs> Right, well, I'll put two on that. Um, Edgware. Mm. I'll Brook Street and raise you. Uh, I'll see you Brook Street and go Bromley by Bow. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, right. Um, I'm going to change some cards. Nice one. Got to be in here somewhere. <laughs> All right. Now that's 50 there, sees you. I've got a pair of circuses. Oxford and Piccadilly. Oh. A pair? Yeah. Right, I'll twist. Oh, great, gospel oak. Oh, mm, mm. shiser. Where's that? Berlin. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to stick. Unstick. Stick. Unstick. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll put six on Latimer Road. I'll see your six. And I'll raise you six. Oh, I've, God. I've um, got a straight. Steady, aunt. <laughs> Well, if you've got a straight, you can't be anywhere near King's Cross, I tell you that. So it's uh, Euston Road follows on, I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've stuck. Well, I'm going to get Samantha to do some more cards for me. 
Where did she get those from? I don't know. I, I didn't actually want any cards. I just like watching her deal them with both hands in a sling. Um... <laughs> I'm going to put two down. I'm going to do a cross leaf. I'm going to go Hatton cross, Brent cross, Charing cross. Oh. Yeah. Um, surely you brought it right across her there. No, I don't. Oh, go for it. No, I'm going to... Oh, chick. Fair lop. Chicken. Chalfont and Latimer. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, oh, right. You've got Are a lot there? riding on this. Are you there? But I... Oh, can I come out of stick? Bank it or put it all in. Wait a minute. All right, the all lot. Of it. The lot. The lot. Bloody lot. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> huh. uh, Tim, Tim and Sandy, look over there. <laughs> Good street. Yep. I thought you were in stick. I can come out of stick. Can you? Yes. Yeah. But if he goes Good Street... And these... Street, I can come out of stick. If he goes Good Street and he's a Crockford's official... We had three we clear... Crockford's, weren't we? We yeah. had three clear moves. I can come out of stick. Yeah, but we're playing I Crock... stayed out of three moves, right? Yeah, Excuse but... Excuse me, may I finish? <laughs> may I finish? Words so many women have heard. Um... <laughs> I usually have you started. <laughs> so, you've been sticking three times. Let me know when you're in. <laughs> oh, no, I've bust. <laughs> no, no. Uh, he stuck three times. He then went Good Street. It's the Crockford Rules. Ladies and gentlemen, Mornington Crescent. Yes. Oh. Well, I'm glad I managed oh. to disentangle that one. <laughs> it's time for another musical round. <laughs> called Swanee Kazoo. This is where the teams... This is where the teams combine the soothing ululation of the Swanee whistle with the startling rasp of the kazoo. Yes, Swanee and kazoo. Two words that go together as naturally as Marks and Spencer. Or down and toilet. Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell, who listeners may be interested to learn is rumoured to be going out with a member of All Saints. If, if the verger finds out it's his wife, he'll stop Colin. <laughs> he'll stop Colin using the church hall for banjo practice. Right, Tim and Sandy, would you start by providing a rendition of the Lonely Goat Herd featuring Sandy Toxvig on the kazoo and Tim Brooke Taylor on the swanny whistle? Would you provide a rendition of another Sound of Music number, this time Do Re Mi, featuring Barry Cryer on kazoo, 
and Graham Garden on the Swanee Whistle. very nearly the end of the show, but there's just time to squeeze in chat-up lines. This will be of special interest to Tim Brooke Taylor, who was telling us earlier how he hasn't quite mastered the art of the chat-up. Only the other night, over a romantic candlelit dinner, he suddenly blurted out, never mind pudding, darling, why don't we just get back to my place and go at it like drip hammers? <laughs> what he meant to say was, would sir or madam care for anything from the street trolley? <laughs> All walks of life need specialist chat-up lines, and this week I'd like to hear the team's suggestions of romantically inclined opening lines that would suit musicians. Sandy, will you start, please? I suppose a pluck's out of the question. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Sorry, I started us on a rather low note. <laughs> Australian musical foreplay. Compose yourself, Sheila. First movement coming right up. <laughs> <laughs> this is grand and upright. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is that an air on your G-string? <laughs> <laughs> Was that a quaver, or are you just having trouble with your crotchet? <laughs> Knees up, Mother Brown. <laughs> <laughs> what a funny place to keep a violin. Do you often have a fiddle in your trousers? <laughs> I hope you've got rhythm, because I haven't brought anything. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, I notice it's the end of the show, and indeed the series. And there are but few words that can express how I feel at that news, although, although ye and how would seem to fit the bill. So, from the team, Samantha, myself, and the fine folk of Norwich, it's goodbye. Graham Garden, Sandy Coxvig and Tim Brooke Taylor have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton with Colin Sells setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Naismith. <laughs>